WSB Consumer Advisor Clark Howard is here again. And Clark, I think really whatever pandemic caution was left has been thrown to the wind for this summertime. People just passed ready to get back to normal. Yeah, I mean, you think about where we were three years ago where people weren't going anywhere. And you could get on Georgia 400 and you could drive as fast as you wanted till the state patrol caught you. And now we've got everybody seemingly all at once wanting to be out and about. And so the roads are going to be intensely packed and the airport just nuts. And we're seeing this pattern again and again. Every holiday period, we're seeing demand like we've never seen before. Even though it's outrageous to get plane tickets to some places. Yeah, the airlines, it's the perfect storm for your and my wallet. The airlines are short of planes, they're short of pilots, and there's all this pent-up demand. So something had to give, and that's price. So the key with airfare is you got to shop around, and as long as you can wait till fall, fares are going to be a fraction of the cost in fall what they are in summer. And the reason is business travel has not recovered. Leisure travel falls off a cliff as soon as we hit Labor Day. So we're going to see a lot, a lot of deals. We already are seeing deals for fall travel. Summer, though, brutal. So if I wanted now to, on a whim, book something in July, too late, really? It's going to be tough. It's going to be really hard for summer travel. Now, you do have the option in Atlanta of looking at fares out of Greenville, Chattanooga, and Birmingham. And the airfares have been consistently cheaper out of those three than they've been out of Atlanta. And then if you're willing to do it, um, there's hazard with opportunity. We have more and more service out of Atlanta on Frontier and Spirit. I think not enough people take advantage of the Birmingham thing. That's a we have done that. That's a real alternative, truly. Yeah, and think Birmingham about. used to be like absolutely the spot. Now Chattanooga and Greenville are rivaling Birmingham in many times better deals yeah. than Birmingham offers. <laughs> Is this the time to use up your airline miles with everything so expensive? So, in particular, so many people in Atlanta have Sky Miles. And Delta has brutally devalued Sky Miles. So Sky Miles don't get you the value you might want. What you're looking for is to get the equivalent of one and a half cents out of each Sky Mile. If you're able to redeem travel at a penny and a half a mile, then you're doing okay. But a lot of Delta rewards, you're getting seven tenths of a cent or less which is a total ripoff. Still, and the Sky Lounge is teeming with people. You don't even really get it, that. Isn't it funny? The, the Sky, <laughs> the clubs, exclusive are so, elite. Sky yeah. clubs are so busy <laughs> that Delta is now doing grab and go as an experiment, something they've been doing at Kennedy Airport in New York. They're doing it at one of the Sky Clubs in Atlanta where they say, we can't handle you, so how would you like to come get a free sandwich from us <laughs> and get a free <laughs> beverage and you go through this express line outside the club, do your grab and go, and keep going because they can't handle you inside the club. I, why do people hoard the Sky Miles? My husband does this. He'll, he has like a zillion. I ask him, why don't we use the miles? He'll say, oh, we got to save those. And I'm like, for what? Big mistake. <laughs> Big that, mistake. This is the time. That's what they're for. Hey, first of all, 
they aren't his miles. They're Delta's miles. <laughs> well, that's they can change the rules at any time, which they've done. And so hoarding the miles is a huge error. But one thing you should know, using Delta Sky Miles for international travel, do it out of New York's Kennedy Airport or out of Boston because the number of points you need to fly overseas out of New York or Boston is as little as a fourth the number of miles you need out of Atlanta. Really? Yeah, so you buy a separate ticket or use points for a yeah. separate ticket yeah. to New York or Boston on Delta, and then you use Delta overseas on a separate ticket, and it's a fraction of the cost. Also, if you're paying dollars, same thing's true. Oh, this is excellent advice. About driving, it doesn't seem that the gas is going to be as terribly expensive as, say, a year ago. Yeah, the gas news moving forward is really great. We're in this time of year that gas prices usually go up and up and up, and they usually peak around the 4th of July holiday, and then they slowly start declining. This year, completely different pattern because there's too much oil flowing right now, and the price of gasoline follows directly the price of oil, so at a time of year we should see prices going up, they're staying about the same or dropping depending on what part of Georgia you're in buying gasoline and also any other state. We talk about the transportation, but let's talk about when you get to where you're going. You had a segment on Atlanta's Morning News not long ago uh, about it's time to start cooking at home again because it's gotten so outrageous to eat out. If you're going on a trip and staying for a week, that adds up quick yeah so the most popular part of the hotel business now or where you stay in a place that has a kitchenette no doubt yeah because more and more people are aware that something that can really destroy your vacation budget is what you have to pay on food when you get to where you're going so if instead you got a refrigerator you got a little kitchen there you can buy groceries and at least eat breakfast maybe lunch at the place you're staying and then if you want to eat your dinner out, but three meals a day out and about, oh, it's really outrageous. expensive. Yeah, and especially if you're in some tourist destination, they know they got you. That's true. <laughs> and do you know, it's funny, one of the things that's happened, the hotels that give free breakfast as part of the room are seeing a surge in demand right now because people are trying to avoid having to buy three meals a day I'm out sure. on the road. Yeah, they'd rather have a hard pastry than have to pay, right? Exactly. Exactly right. How about the rental cars? Uh, the, my last trip, they were not uh, pleasantly cheap. Well, the good news, rental car prices have been dropping and dropping and dropping after they went so crazy high for so long. I've seen rental car rates steadily drop. And the way you save money on rental cars is first you use a multi-search tool like rentalcars.com or the best absolute place to book rental cars, Costco Travel. Costco members get the best deals on rental cars. But what I do is I book a rental car when I book a flight, and then the week of travel, I reshop the car, ah. and at least 90% of the time, I get a lower price rebooking that car. That's why the car rental agencies are dangling these deals where when you book way in advance, you get a cheaper deal if you book a non-refundable car rental. Don't fall for it. I want you to book a car rental that you can just cancel at no cost so you can reshop it a week out. 
This is sort of sideways. There was a story on uh, Atlanta's Morning News uh, a week or so ago that they're building an EV-friendly direct route between somewhere in Michigan and then somewhere in Canada that's set up with the charging stations. In my experience, an EV is lovely to drive back and forth to work, but it is awful for sightseeing. It is terrible right now. You can't now. say, um, let's yeah. go a little further. or Right. Any electric vehicle that's not a Tesla... It's really haphazard, hit or miss, trying to use it on a road trip. It's going to take at least two or three years before you can buy an electric vehicle other than a Tesla and feel comfortable being able to drive anywhere. I mean, Tesla owners are able to get in the car right now in Metro Atlanta and without any plan, drive anywhere in America and have no issue or problem getting the vehicle charged in a hurry as they travel across the country. You're not going to be stranded who knows where with a yeah. Tesla. And it, they were able to do it. Everybody else will be able to get that done. But it's going to take the next couple of years to make that happen. Uh, so let's talk about sort of as a broad thing based on the travel trends and demand, say pretty much the pandemic is over as far as, as traveling goes? The pandemic is so in the rearview mirror. Far in the travel. past, is it? Yeah, it's like, uh, you you know, this is the last booster shot for the airlines, the cruise lines, everybody else, from future credits. You know, so many people had trips that didn't take place in 20 and 21, and all the remainder of those credits that people were holding expire this year, pretty much the last of them in September. So part of the demand we're seeing right now for travel is people having money that you either use or lose that were credits for canceled travel during the pandemic. So for so many reasons, including a slowing economy that the Federal Reserve's engineering, this is the end of the ultra-high fares for travel. For the foreseeable future, when we're done about August 15th, we'll see the fares get significantly better. Well, that's cool. Um, hotel or Airbnb? So I have a big preference for hotels. I know this, yes. And Airbnb knows this. In fact, they have just done a huge publicity campaign with the media, say, hey, we've heard everybody. We're going to make Airbnb more customer-friendly. And I'm watching and waiting to see if it really does become a platform that you can trust more than it's been lately. Uh, Airbnb has been a real shock to travelers when they get to a place and there will be a list for them of their chores while they're staying <laughs> in a place. Mop floor. Seriously. <laughs> uh, mop floors, clean the bathrooms, uh, wash the sheets, change the like beds. I could do that at home. Wash the towels. Yeah. Right. So... Uh, you end up with a lot of Airbnbs with not just a place to stay, but a whole list of household duties. And people are like, what? What? I'm on vacation. And you have all this stuff for me to do. <laughs> and so Airbnb is launching new disclosure policies, new rules. And the balance that's been so anti-traveler for a while on Airbnb hopefully is going to be dealt with. It's also true, it's certainly not to that extent, but people who haven't traveled in a while, not every hotel goes to the links even to change the sheets and the towels that they used to. 
So now a lot of hotels, you have to request room service, not room service, but cleaning of your room. And you're going to see more and more where you'll pay a daily fee every day you want to have your room cleaned. Hotels during the pandemic laid off a massive number of employees, housekeepers, the rest, and they've not brought most of those employees back. So hotels that were full service are now more limited service. Limited service hotels prior to the pandemic are virtually no service, and it will become just a thing that if you want the room cleaned, you'll pay a fee for that. I was just going to ask, like, so, so many things that sort of fell by the wayside during the pandemic. You think that more service will ever come back? You think this is it? It's going to be a differentiator in the hotel business. But what happens in the hotel business is if the economy slows and hotels aren't as busy as they are right now, that's when they rediscover service. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll see Funny that. how that happens, right? But the hottest segment of the hotel industry completely, not just in the United States, but around the world, is limited service. People want a little more square footage of the hotel, and they're willing to trade off having less service with that stay. And that's where we definitely are headed. There will always be the fancy, fancy places for the expense account crowd, the big corporate types. But for the rest of us, normal earthlings, the hotel industry (laughs) is changed. And in many ways, it's changed for the better.